episode number three of the Gambino Mindset, self-acceptance, overcoming the guilt and shame that is no longer yours because it never was. You are listening to the Gambino Mindset, where in the closet entrepreneurs go to reclaim their power, up-level their mindset, and thrive in business. I am your host, Christina Gambino, and I am a women's sexual intuitive and mindset coach for the bold and audacious hiding within you. It is my passion to empower you to step into your sexuality on a spiritual level by embracing your soul's purpose through speaking your truth and radically loving yourself with conviction. Now let's vibe. Welcome, welcome everyone to the third episode of the Gambino Mindset. I am so happy you are here listening with me. Today we're going to talk about self-acceptance, all right? My last episode was all about self-love, your love languages, and how to use them to radically love on yourself. But then it dawned on me that you can't love yourself until you accept yourself. And I didn't start loving myself until I accepted myself, which wasn't until about six months ago when I fully embodied who I am, all my flaws, all my greatness bundled into one glorious package. And I started giving myself the love and the acceptance that I deserve, just like you and everyone else in this universe deserves. So self-acceptance is the act or state of accepting oneself or better known as the state of understanding or recognizing one's own abilities and limitations. So put simply, self-acceptance is acknowledging and accepting that you are exactly who you are, the way you are, perfect as you are, made divinely accepting yourself for fully who you are despite all your flaws and your faults and your past and the things you once said or did or your job or your name or your relationship. It is you accepting fully who you are on a whole nother level. It brings you to the awareness of your strengths and your weaknesses And only by recognizing the two can you then start to accept both because, of course, everyone wants to accept all the good, but what about our flaws? We're not so accepting of the negative, especially when we have outside influences um, telling us that our weaknesses are true, like, and they're bad, and they shine the light on everything dark to make a fool of us opposed to bring us out through our strength because you very well can shine the light on your darkness and come through stronger. But you can't always listen to everybody to do that. So self-acceptance is definitely an act of process. It involves a willingness to experience thoughts, feelings, and emotions, which tend to lead to self-rejective thoughts. You know, when you sit down to actively process your experience through life and who you are and the things you've done and how you got there, those feelings, emotions, and thoughts that get 
brought up, a lot of it is self-hatred and self-negative self-talk, you know, and it brings up thoughts you want to just reject and hide opposed to bring to light to work through to make you even stronger to accept yourself. You must honestly accept your reality for what it is instead of trying to hide. And even more importantly for accepting your reality for what it is, is that everything is manifested by you because you create your reality. So at one point in your past, you were manifesting exactly where you are currently right now in this situation. So a lot of health conditions can also be caused by years of negative emotions, right? So feelings of hate, anger, and resentment, they build up over time. And it's a lack of self-acceptance and forgiveness that promotes negative health conditions, especially emotional, mental. You don't have to keep everything if you don't want to accept it. So analyze yourself. You don't have to keep all those negative thoughts about you. One thing that I learned recently that is so simple that it was just an aha moment was basically learning that my thoughts are my thoughts. That's all they are, thoughts. I can accept them, reject them, or banish those motherfuckers. You know, if it's a thought I don't like and I come up and I look at myself in the mirror and there's a thought and I say, I'm fat. No, fuck you, bitch. No, you look fly. Like, you're looking good. Damn, fly. That's like from the 90s for sure. Definitely told my age right there. But you let yourself know what to believe and how to feel. You can change what you don't like if it makes you feel uncomfortable. So if you look at yourself and you're like, damn, I'm a dishonest person. I haven't been the fully loyal friend, spouse, sibling, child, parent that I could be. So let's change that. You know, let's be who we want to be opposed to continuously continuously trying to shame our past and our doing. Let's just make it better. And the first step to that is accepting who you are and accepting those faults and accepting that you're human and things, no one's perfect. Things are, are to happen. And everyone is, is deserving of forgiving themselves. By lacking self-acceptance, you also lack the power and control needed to affect a meaningful change in your life. So you will not even be held back in your life just by not accepting who you are, by not living your truth, by not being authentic. You also lack power and control that you need to make a meaningful change. So if you're wanting to make a change, but you're not accepting yourself, who you are, you're not living in your truth and you're living a lie. And there's no way you can make a meaningful change in your life living that way. Self-acceptance is absolutely non-judgmental. It accepts, it accepts things for the way they are, point blank, period. To be self-accepting means to be on your own side all the time, 100% of the time, no matter what anyone says, no matter what 
someone tries to pull you to a different direction, you are who you are, you stand on your own side, you know, to be for yourself and to love your own self. Don't wait on others. Be on your own side. To be self-accepting means to be on your own side 100% of the time and trust yourself and your emotions and your feelings. But if negative comes up, turn those into positive and make them the beliefs you want to tell yourself, even if you don't believe them right away. Because there is no reason why you should be believing those negative self-thinking behavior, those negative self-thoughts. So I'm going to give you 10 ways to start accepting yourself. And let me tell you, I didn't accept myself for a really long time. Um, Even at a young age when I thought I accepted myself, my way of accepting myself was nobody likes me. I have no friends. Fuck everybody. They suck. I'm fucking amazing. And they don't know what they're missing out on. And to be quite honest, like I'm happy I lived my life that way because I really could give two fucks about being in some type of group to fit in. I did what I wanted. I partaked in activities. You know, I was a cheerleader. I played soccer. I was in ROTC. I was very active in doing things where groups are formed, but I would never be a part of those groups because I was always the odd one out. I was always the black sheep. So it was hard for me to accept myself. And it wasn't until one day in high school, I just basically told everyone to get fucked because I was completely, so what I thought I was completely content with who I was where I was just trying to hide my pain at that point. And it wasn't until finally evolving over the years, finding out I do have bipolar disorder and I am challenged in a different way than others to deal with my mental health and accepting that as being a part of who I am was I then able to speak my truth and live my life and fully accept and self-love. So I think this is a very important topic. So I'm going to give you 10 ways to accept yourself. So number one, I want to say you start with an intention. So self-acceptance begins with an intention. It is vital that we set an intention for ourselves that we are willing to shift our mindset from blame, doubt, and shame to a world of allowance, acceptance, and trust. And once you set an intention to shift that mindset, you can put everything to work and into play to start receiving and allowing better to come into your life. And... If you ask me, I feel like that's a lot better than dealing with self-hatred all the time. And I know we all go through it because it's from society. It's how we feel based off of the shows we watch, the things we listen to, what we read, the news, who's hot or not, you know, what, what the world perceives 
everyone to be in a certain standard in a statistic as stigma. So start living your truth and accepting yourself by setting that initial attention to make that mindset shift willingly. And then you no longer have to look at yourself with self-hatred. Don't say those self-hated words. You know, you catch yourself saying, I am ugly. You shift it. You say, I am beautiful. Remember what I said about accepting, rejecting, or banishing those thoughts? I think that's a thought you can banish. You can say, fuck you. Get the fuck out of my head. You know, it really changed my life once I started accepting and rejecting my thoughts. I used to think my thoughts and they wouldn't be good and I would dwell on them and believe them. But that's your ego and you need to sometimes tell it to shut the fuck up and move on and tell yourself what the best version of yourself wants to hear because you're not going to believe it at first. You're not supposed to, but you need to practice it every day in order to shift that mindset to believe it. So definitely start with setting an intention. Number two would be to celebrate your strengths in whatever way that is for you. Like I said in the last episode, my love language is words of affirmation. So I like to celebrate my strengths by telling myself, good fucking job, by patting myself on the back physically, by giving myself my own damn hug and celebrating myself through through words to myself, letters to myself on how hard I work and how great I am. You can simply just write down your strengths. Sometimes we don't realize how strong we really are until we sit down, write everything out that made us strong, and you reflect on that, and you're like, damn, no wonder why I'm the shit. No wonder why I'm strong. You know, write out those strengths. You know, start with the basics. Like, I am kind. I am a loving parent. I am a loving spouse. I am a great cook. Like, anything. I am beautiful. You know, make them your own. Make a list of all the hardships you've overcame. Like, that kind of ties in with your strengths. Once you make a list of those strengths, you know, attached to those strengths were hardships that you overcome to make you that strong. So what were those hardships you've overcame? What goals have you set for yourself that you've accomplished? We all have set a 2020 goal, I'm sure. When January hit, everyone had a goal of some point even no matter how small it was, there was a goal. So what goals have you accomplished? Even minimal daily goals. To get up out of bed and stretch, that's a goal. You achieve that, write that down. You know, you drank your eight bottles of water, your gallon of water today. Hey, that's an accomplishment. You achieved a goal. Make them little rewarding goals, whatever they are for you, you know, Make a list of all the connections you've made with other people. 
like all the lives you've touched and celebrate all of those things, especially in a time right now where we all are very limited to how we can connect with people and how we can help and how we can touch lives. You know, celebrate those things and celebrate yourself because without you, there would be no part of that. So number three, I would tell you to create a support system. Basically meaning number one, and first and foremost, distance yourself from people who bring you down, people who try to make you buy into their way of thinking, even though you know they're living a self-sabotaging negative life. Start ridding yourself of friends on social media that post negative memes, negative comments, negative viewpoints that always have something bad to say no matter what. That influences your subconscious mind. If you don't want to unfriend them because, you know, it's family, it's someone you don't want them to see that you're not friends with, mute them. Put them on a break on Facebook so you don't have to see them because that will affect you. And start surrounding yourself with people who think positive, loving, awesome, emotional things that can provide value into your life. Surround yourself with people who accept and believe in you. There are people who accept you unconditionally fully as you are. We are our own biggest critics. And there are people who will accept you and that accept us for how we are way before we ever give it a thought on what self-acceptance really means. So number four would be Consider the people around you. So that ties into creating a support system. Considering the people around you is, you know, be around people who believe in you, inspire you, accept you, cheer you on, are celebrating you, who always have your back when you start a new project, someone who truly believes in what you say when you're speaking and listens to you and respects you, you know, an easy way to filter out the people around you is to simply ask yourself like three questions. Okay. And here's the three questions. Who speaks negatively to me? And that doesn't mean speaks negatively to you about you where, yeah, it does mean that, you know, cut those people out of your life, but who speaks negatively to you about life, about their life, about their job, about their money, their kids in a negative way, their surroundings, and they can never find the joy in things. You know, those are not good people to have around your life because you are who you hang with. Number two, who reinforces negative self-talk when you are down on yourself? Because we all get there and we all say bad things about ourselves. I still do it sometimes and that's when I have to reject that shit, you know? But when you are down on yourself and you say something that isn't so kind because we all have those days, who reinforces it and says, yeah, you're right. You do really suck. Oh yeah, you do look like shit. 
Yeah, you don't want those people around. You want the people to be like, no, you're fucking gorgeous. No, you're damn amazing. Like, don't say those things about yourself and seize the beauty in things. And the third question would be, why do I allow such people to hurt me? Because there are people in our lives we can't get away from. There are family members we live with. There are people that you know, we raise our children with, that we are like family with because we, they're the in-laws, you know, certain friends of friends. So when we're in those situations with people we like, they include people that shouldn't be in our circle. And ask yourself, why do you allow such people to hurt you? Now, obviously, if it's a living situation, all you can do is change yourself, accept yourself, shift your mindset, and lead by example. But if you're allowing these people into your life to hurt you and that's all they're doing, that's a pretty good indicator to consider the people around you and let some people go. Number five on the 10 ways to accept yourself would be to forgive yourself. Past regrets hold you back from acceptance. And I don't believe in regret. I've always lived extremely impulsively by the seat of my pants, probably with my pants on fucking fire, running around acting like I can be all, do all, see all with no regard to what life actually was or is. And... I did a ton of crazy things and I lived kind of a different lifestyle because I refused to live in regret and I always wanted to take a chance. I'm very much a daredevil and I always wanted to not live in regret. So I always said yes. I never said no because I never wanted to look back on anything in my life and say, damn, what if I would have done that? I wish I would have done this. Like, I can't say that about anything. I've done the things I've wanted to do, you know. There's one thing that I do regret, and we can talk about that on a later episode, but that's what goes into forgive. I'm also learning how to forgive myself because, again, past regrets hold you back from acceptance, you have to forgive yourself for that time in your life so you can accept you as a whole. Forgive yourself and move on. Learn from your mistakes and grow. Remember you made the best decision with the information you had at the time. Same with the quote, if you knew better, you would do better. You did best with the information that you had. So don't beat yourself up, up about it. Forgive yourself accept it and get on that journey and that road of self-acceptance. Number six, hush your inner critic. Shut down the thoughts, banish the negative and come up with positive mantras. So your inner critic, we all have one. That's the one that comes up and tells you you're no good. And that's the one that tells you you're not worthy. That's the one that makes you 
question yourself when you're doing something amazing and that little voice that comes up and tells you, no, you're not, that wasn't good enough. You still, you know, you still suck. You still aren't doing good. And again, that comes back into you have those thoughts. You can accept them, reject them, or banish them and tell them to go get fucked. And believe me, it's something so small, but it is something that makes such a big difference, especially in self-acceptance. And once you really know your thoughts are just thoughts, they're just not, they're not a part of you. You can let that shit go. And then come up with mantras, like come up with positive reinforcement for yourself. Like I am intelligent. I am beautiful. I am amazing. I am powerful. I am aligned. I am limitless. My success is inevitable. I am ready to receive all sorts of greatness. I am provided for. Come up with whatever resonates for you. And shut your inner critic down. Tell that motherfucker to go somewhere else because you're not for it. Number seven, perform charitable acts. When you give to others and see how your good deeds are positive influences on other people's lives, it's hard to believe you're no good. So donate your time. Put care packages together for people. Um, walk someone's dog. Bring in groceries for your elderly neighbor. Ask if any of your neighbors need anything if you're in an elderly community. And you could help them out. Any little things. Hold the door for somebody. You know, just pet the dog. You don't got to walk it. Smile. Say hello. You know, and you start doing nice things for others and you see the impact it makes on another person's lives and they smile because you smiled. It creates a vibration inside of you and you know you're worthy. So stop thinking you're no good and start doing little random acts of kindness to really show your worth. Number eight, speak to your highest self. Okay. So I like to speak to my higher self using visualization. Usually when I do this with clients, I ask them to visualize their best self, which lies within them. So your best self lies within you. So if you could pull out your best self who would that person be? What would they look like? What would they wear? How would they speak? How would they uphold themselves? How would they walk? What would they drive? Who would they be with, surrounded by? Would they own a business and who's their team members? Like, what is their best self? Then imagine that higher self stepping outside of you and looking at you at their current life circumstance. So, I have clients practice this and ask their higher self what to do. So you basically imagine this inner version of yourself coming outside of you, looking you in the eye and you asking your higher self what to do. 
The visualization will help you detach from the current situation of suffering and help tap into your inner knowing and wisdom that lies within you. Because we all have inner knowing and we all have wisdom and we all have intuition. It's all about tapping into it. It teaches empathy, compassion, and love towards yourself. So I suggest you give it a try. Number nine, be kind to yourself. People are hesitant to be kind to themselves because they see it as selfish and they don't feel like they deserve it. And I hear it all the time. You know, I recently took my kids to the pool for the whole day, didn't work, didn't think about anything, kind of went off the grid. And someone said, oh, I wish I could do that, but I have X, Y, Z to do. And I'm like, well, you know, you can do that too. They're like, no, you deserve it because you've done this. You deserve it because you're a mom of two and you take care of them all the time. I haven't done anything to deserve it. And that is bullshit. Like you are always deserving of self-kindness and self-love and pampering for yourself. Because I'll tell you right now, if you don't do it for yourself, no one's going to do it for you. And then that's like a whole podcast for another day because then you start looking for happiness outside of yourself, looking for people to fulfill the things that you need to fulfill within you through self-love, but you won't. And then that's a whole catastrophe. But you have to start from coming to this place to accept who you are. And then, like I said, it, it involves loving yourself because of your flaws and like not in spite of them, you know, love your flaws, love them because through them, there isn't a lesson. And if you want to better them, you have that choice. You don't have to remain stuck. And then number 10, fake it till you make it. If you still don't feel worthy, keep at it. Keep practicing self-compassion, self-love, affirmations, gratitude, Go on a gratitude rampage if you must. Um, and yeah, that's what I got for you. So take it all into consideration. These are my 10 tips for self-acceptance. Radically love who you are. Be who you are authentically. Start accepting those parts of yourself and truly live your life. Let me know if any of this resonated with you, if you're loving it, and what you would like to hear on next episode. I'll link some things in the show notes, and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to The Gambino Mindset. I hope you found value in this week's episode. Check out the show notes for ways to connect with me and vibe. And if you aren't already following me on Instagram, you can find me at The Gambino Mindset. If you enjoyed this episode, head on over to iTunes to show your love by leaving a review. And don't forget to hit subscribe so I can keep the vibes coming. Thanks again for listening. And remember, through loving yourself first, all things are possible.